sometimes I forget that other people are like listening to it. Yeah. And then, pretty fair quantity, handful of people are listening to yeah, it. Yeah, pretty, pretty decent amount. Listen to this right now. <laughs> better be fucking entertaining, Emma and Sydney. You better bring oh, the funny. Things are gonna go down. <laughs> and you're gonna watch it happen. <laughs> All because you let your podcasting gears get rusty. Literally. <laughs> My soul is happy in a Christian way. Well, she even cooked my breakfast. She brought the fucking numbers scare the shit out of me in every like like facet of like like making shit where it's just yeah. like you can be like popping off and then all of a sudden it's like oh 200 people have unfollowed me this week okay <laughs> and I'm like alright I bet it's gonna be 3,000 next week and yeah and you know what in one month 40,000 people are gonna unfollow me and I'm gonna be right back to where I was at the beginning and that's what goes through my head I'm like everybody's gonna leave me like they always do <laughs> no dog that's that scarcity mindset dog yeah which is why we're talking about that today hell yeah dude no one's we're not leaving I, I won't leave you you'll have one Fuck What's going on? Uh, Can we do something with these fucking lights? I don't know. Can we make them not flash? We might just have to have seizures. Oh, wait, there's a thing right there. Where? Uh, For context, for audio listeners, there is a light where we have Halloween lights in the basement. That's not a button. Oh. It's probably just like an attachment yeah, so you can it add is. more light. It is. Okay. All right. Oh my God. I feel like we might just have to be chill with it. I, right. I already got used to it, honestly. Okay. I'll I'll, uh, I'll forget about it. I was bothered by it. And then and then I realized there's nothing that you could do. So then I was just like, all right, dichotomy of control. Yeah. <laughs> dichotomy <laughs> of control. Uh, let go. Yep. Let go. Let go. Nothing it's I fine. can do about these fucking lights. So. No. <laughs> They're just going to be black. insane, dude. <laughs> I know. <laughs> YouTube. What's up? Who's watching on YouTube right now? Yeah. Comment. How do you like the lights? All right. <laughs> <laughs> should we keep the lights or, or or what do you how do you feel maybe we should get different colors or something well now they're they keep okay whatever um, I, they're on a rotating thing uh shout out to the aquarium um this week we're talking about fucking scarcity complex versus abundance mindset right it's like scarcity mindset scarcity mindset okay scarcity complex to scarcity mentality many words always scarcity is included in that um this is a good one for you know trailer park philosophers because boy <laughs> that i know scarcity do. <laughs> there's only one can of vina sausages left and you <laughs> You gotta put your fucking name on them. Only one can of what? V. I forget. I, I say Vienna sausages. Like v- Vienna? Yeah. yeah. Is it Vienna? Vienna? Okay. Vienna. Like this. Vienna. I don't think I've ever had a Vienna sausage. Really? The ones in the can? Yeah. Dude, I used to get those and drain the juices out and then like slice them in half and then put them on uh, a piece of white bread and uh, then put some mustard on top of it. Yeah, dude. Oh, damn. Yeah. I was a big fan of canned tuna, even like as a real kid. I've always been a seafood kid. Shout out, aquarium. Um, (laughs) Shout out to the tuna. (laughs) (laughs) Peanut butter. Dude, literally like this, like, like two weeks ago, I was like 
I, you know, this month I've been maybe been the poorest I've, I've been since I've been a child. And uh, I literally was just like, peanut butter sandwich again. Let's fucking go. <laughs> I love peanut butter. And I honestly think I'm starting to like develop like a nut allergy because it's like I'm noticing like my allergies are like, like I've gotten really bad recently. I don't know what's going on. I've been eating hella peanut butter and like my mouth has been getting itchy randomly. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I think I'm allergic to nuts, which is so fucked up because it's like nuts have been there for me for so long. And it's like, honestly, because like literally just, like, just this week, I was like, actually, I don't think I'm gay. <laughs> I, I, I don't think I'm gay. I'm bisexual. And I don't have to keep putting labels on myself. But then my body was like, nope, you're allergic to nuts, bitch. You know? <laughs> itchy mouth, itchy mouth. <laughs> like, but sometimes I want, maybe I want nuts every once in a while. Your body's like, no, you are a lesbian. No nuts for you. All right. Fish. Can't do it again. <laughs> Your your body's just rejecting it after all these years. It's like no, like you got enough peanut butter. Everyone forced you to eat nuts when you were a kid. <laughs> you were a grown woman, and you had no choice. You know, you just had to eat what's in the cupboard. It was you weren't allowed to eat tuna in your small town. You didn't even know that people could eat tuna. You know, but no, I do want to eat peanut butter every once in a while. Yeah, I love peanut. I got peanut butter toast tattooed on my. <laughs> That rules. Yeah, man. dude. I love dude. one of my favorite things. Make some toast, put some peanut butter on it, maple syrup on top of that. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Hack. That's a yeah. poor people hack. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, scarcity mindset definition. Um, a scarcity mindset is when you are so obsessed with a lack of something, usually time or money, that you can't seem to focus on anything else, no matter how hard you try. Which, like, this isn't necessarily, like, a philosophy. Like, I mean, well, this is, like, a negative philosophy. But I think we'll probably pull... Should I pull up the counter? Abundance mindset? Yeah, yeah. We'll go scarcity and then abundance. Yeah. Let's just get both definitions going because i think abundance mindset is like an actual philosophy oh forbes.com five ways to go from a <laughs> scarcity to abundance mindset dude are we like finance like broing it right now like are we or not finance bros like you know like uh uh wellness bros dude are we i think we might be female wellness bros hell yeah bro is that our brand <laughs> female wellness bros yeah maybe I, I mean, we are. I'm trying to get well, <laughs> and I'm kind of a bro, but I have a pussy. So, female wellness bros. Female wellness bros. Put her there. Because <laughs> I feel weird. Okay, calling you sister. You know. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to. Yeah, it's brother. And I also just like usually feel weird calling anybody sister. Yeah, that's that's uncomfortable to me. It almost it's like yeah you know we don't have to go <laughs> I don't know if you, we're don't not even 10 minutes in and we're already just like so far <laughs> off <laughs> I don't have like a direct uh, okay well um, an abundance mentality craves learning growth um, I'm looking for like a good definition good definition well, I search for a definition do you want to talk about how scarcity complex uh, has uh, been a part of your life scarcity complex <clears throat> Yeah, let's let's fucking dive in. Uh, I, I like this topic a lot just because uh, I've both had all that I needed and more, and I have had not shit. <laughs> like I've I've, mm -hmm. I've I've lived both extremes, but uh, like last year I lost pretty much everything. 
and uh, I was so worried about like money, and I was just like, I gotta, I gotta find money. I go, I'm not, I don't have enough money. And how money. did you leave it? Lose everything? Uh, I got hurt at work, and um, they didn't have workers comp, mm-hmm. and I say they didn't have it because I got, a, I ended up getting a lawyer, and then my lawyer was like, Oh no, they have it, and I was like, Oh, just fuck me then, right? So I went like. Because I it went it went to court and stuff. I went like six or seven months without getting paid. Uh huh. Because like there's no benefits yet. Because it was the case hadn't been decided. So six or seven months without getting paid, and my disability through the VA was not a lot at this point in time, like it is now. It just like everything just fell behind. It was like I had to choose between like paying my rent or paying for my truck or paying for groceries or my phone. Like it was just like so overwhelming to not have enough money dude it's fucking wild that it's like almost the exact same time as when i was going through that shit like i had like it was like a i got my knee surgery and couldn't work anymore and didn't realize what i was signing up for when i was like oh i can't make money and i didn't know that like it was like it was like yeah i'm gonna get my knee surgery it's gonna be it's gonna be fine and it's it's only gonna take like two months to recover like i have money saved it's like whatever and then all of a sudden it's like no we're we're like seven months out and i still can't stand for more than like two hours i can't like have a job like i feel like like like, that's when we met when we were both going through yeah when we were both in like the pits of scarcity really (laughs) no it was i'm pretty sure it might have been at the moose too maybe yeah i remember the very first talking to adam like damn what's up with me i remember like asking you about that like what's going on <laughs> i was like damn brother so much is going on with my knee yeah. but no yeah we did that's kind of when we when we met it was when like shit was just fucked with, with everything for me mm-hmm. and uh yeah i lost my apartment had to move to duluth uh live with some friends for a while to get back on my feet i ended up winning my case because yeah <laughs> yeah i mean you gotta have you gotta have workers camp and you gotta go through the right legalities when one of your workers gets injured yeah um but like during that time i just remember like just can we being... dox the name of the business because <laughs> fuck them <laughs> oh you want me to say who it is kind of avocado and graze and libations oh, and the ownership <laughs> 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 Not to put a, you know, or that's a little scary, actually. I don't know. That guy freaks me out. Whatever. Uh, we can. We're going to start. In a, uh, there's a new conspiracy. If either of us go missing, it's avocado <laughs> <Yeah>. shit. <laughs> if either of us uh, aren't here next week, we know who did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, sorry, I just don't feel like doing the podcast anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like covered in avocados. <laughs> 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 next week i'm gonna show up i'm gonna be like completely great <laughs> like, sorry i'm sorry no i'm i love this i actually new sponsor avocado <laughs> 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 just little like avocado stickers everywhere <laughs> oh <laughs> uh, yeah fuck that place um anyways moving on from that um i forgot where i was going but uh just just like just being i, I found that like being so focused on not having what i needed made it worse uh-huh it was just like once i started like shifting my mindset away from like i don't have enough i don't have enough i don't have enough to like i am enough everything i have i already or everything i need i already have like i am financially stable i like i just started doing like these positive affirmation type things which is i felt i've never felt more like a woman <laughs> than having a nice pumpkin spice latte and just writing positive affirmations down in a leather journal 
it's almost like being a woman rules dude it I, I want to do more like ladylike shit yeah like, dude what's up blaze what's up there's a dog uh he's not in film or in, in video in film, what the in fuck film. <laughs> <laughs> who do i think i am he's not in film right now in our point five that's Wait, director we, director emma on that again yeah yeah, yeah. okay cool we're just talking in the corner of the wall scarcity there's no video, there's no video. Uh, i do have anxiety leo did i did i hit play on that is Will it, you check it, 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 it <laughs> like now that you brought it up i gotta make sure it's not no it wasn't <laughs> oh my fucking god no way it was i totally hit record it wasn't oh dude that's so funny that well oh. you know, okay dude it's all right all what, right what we're gonna do is we're gonna we're gonna explain in the beginning of the youtube video that we forgot to hit record i forgot to hit record uh, <laughs> <laughs> no we, we. No, we're a team all here. right all right our, our failures are team failures and our wins are team wins how did it happen you know, sometimes you know we have the. I feel like most our listeners are on Spotify. Yeah, they like, are. Most our listeners. The numbers are on don't lie. They are yeah. mostly on Spotify. Mostly on iPhones. To YouTube. I don't think that matters too much. It doesn't. But it was funny that you just like instantly. You just like knew. <laughs> I had a feeling. I looked into the cold, dark holes <laughs> of those camera, iPhone camera screen, whatever lenses. The cold, dark <laughs> hole, and I felt like there's even less life in there than normal <laughs> it's not recording it's not recording <laughs> well it is now. now yeah so, so uh, if you're just joining in now uh we do have video <laughs> now the first chunk of this will not have video and that's on the youtube we'll like we'll just like start it right here and then the beginning of the episode we'll just let it play at the end with aquarium on it <laughs> <laughs> yeah let's do that <laughs> all right we have a plan uh, we have a plan um You'll get the beginning. You'll get the scarcity complex definition of it. I mean, honestly, okay. It's not going to, yeah. The scarcity complex definition. Yeah. Because um, I feel like uh, we'll, we'll hop right back. We'll just a little we'll refresher. Just, yeah, a yeah, scarcity yeah. mindset is when you're so obsessed with a lack of something, usually time or money, that you can't seem to focus on anything else, no matter how hard you try. Um, okay. So back to the whole... Um, like after like you know going through like like the injury the knee injury and not being able to work um like and just truly it's like that's the thing with scarcity complex because it's like you are experiencing scarcity it's not a lie it's not like you <laughs> have like but it's like i do feel like it's been a common theme through my life that it's like once i tell myself like nah dude you're good you're fine shit just starts to get better like yeah i literally like this is so like i was like seeing this like <laughs> seeing this guy who like he told me he was like he was like you have to tell your water you're rich and i was like what, what? <laughs> <laughs> your water you have to tell your water you're he's rich. like like the water flows through everything and if you tell your water you're rich and you're wealthy then the water will bring you abundance and i was like yeah man i'm in a low point right now so i'll try it like <laughs> I mean, it's like clearly, I'm like I'm dating these kind of dudes. I maybe need to task my water for abundance. If like, if that's what's happening with me right now, I'm like, and I'm like, yeah, but you also steal all your groceries from Whole Foods, so I don't know what you're. <laughs> oh, you're so abundant. Okay, okay, um, but like, <laughs> that is water running with Whole Foods. 
literally like oh man but like like there really is something like like i st- i you know it's embarrassing but i dead ass started like telling my water I was, i'm abundant bro i'm rich as fuck water like, i was like i'm fucking wealthy i'm a i'm abundant i'm an abundant bitch dog <laughs> i'm so abundant dude and uh i don't know what are we talking about right now <laughs> Uh, scarcity complex and uh we just we really off the rail honestly i think that's our charm dude right that's our charm welcome to the podcast where we may get on to the topic at some point or maybe let's just point out our favorite fish in the virtual aquarium i like the blue one uh, i like the the, the gray oh there's a clownfish i like those fucking yeah. nemo baby yeah what up um anyways <laughs> scarcity complex uh and focusing on the fact I that you don't scarcity of focus at the moment <laughs> No, I am abundantly full of focus. <laughs> I'm an abundantly f- filled with uh, ADHD. Abundantly filled. Yeah. To the yeah. brim. I've I got have it. No issues with having ADHD. I got that. <laughs> I got that a lot. I got that for sure. Okay. Um, I feel like something that's interesting though is like uh, there has to be some kind of because like we like like I mean I haven't you know we don't research I I wasn't researching really scarcity complex it's just something I've heard of and something that I feel like I've been thinking about recently because like I've been uh, scarce like lost my job again over the summer and uh, was like really getting down bad where you know I. I make like some money from stand up in like this shit, but not a, not enough to pay everything. So it's like I uh, was running out, running out of funds, running out, and it got scary, dude. It got real scary, and I wasn't able to like focus on my development as like a comic for a minute because there was just this like. I wasn't able to def- focus on my development as a person because all I could think about was like, I'm not making any money and I don't think I'm going to be able to afford food next week. And like having that mindset is like, it's all encompassing. It becomes like everything because it's a survival mechanism. It makes sense. Like my whole body is like, dude, you got to eat. And if you keep doing what you're doing, you're not going to fucking eat. So it's like, there's like, I don't know like, like with like the scarcity mindset it's like but sometimes like the only way to get out of that mindset is to not be starving like yeah if you're fighting for your next meal it's really hard to tell your water you're rich yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> for real dude sometimes like when you're like in that situation I, I was there last summer where it's like dude I don't have enough money for groceries this week like how am I gonna eat like that kind of like that halts so much uh, like the creative part of my brain just powers down and I just go into like full like survival mode of like what am I gonna do to get food for me this week like how how am I gonna navigate this like how what can I sell what can I because I can't work because my knees fucked Mm -hmm. but like it's so weird though to go from like that that survival mode part to if you just like sometimes you can just like let go if you can just like be like hey yeah we're totally fine I'm fine I got everything I need everything's gonna be okay then like suddenly everything kind of just starts being okay Mm -hmm. I don't know how that works. It does. Because it's like, even in the depths of that, even when I had no solution, the times where I would be like, 
yeah but what's the worst that can happen like you know how to shoplift you know it's like it's like <laughs> not you walking out with pants of tuna <laughs> i mean it's just like what's the worst that can happen like you know how to like you know how to eat if you need to eat you can eat yeah. like and it's like just like getting down on yourself and like viewing like um and just like having such like a poverty mindset continues poverty yeah but it almost feels like kind of like i don't know like like not fair to call scarcity mindset or complex like a complex because it's like the people who are experiencing this don't have enough yeah yeah the scarcity complex sounds like someone who was like sitting in a multi-million dollar house who just like forgot to grab cheese it's on the way home one day it was just like oh, i don't have enough and yeah. they like just came up with it like you and like their therapist is like you're experiencing something called scarcity complex and then they're out they're like okay thank you and then they hand them 200 dollars for the, se- the session and <laughs> yeah. it's like this is bullshit dude. yeah dude. oh you're so scarce you know like Ooh. that's but like that's like the but then it's like you you break that down though and it's like like when i'm talking about like oh god like no like i experience real poverty my poverty is real i haven't been homeless for a few months (laughs) 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 you gotta be optimistic bro you know Expecting that sentence to end where it is. <laughs> I, I didn't either because then I processed it and I was like, oh no, you were homeless less than a year ago. That was pretty recent. <laughs> I'm crying. <laughs> Clip that. That's funny. That's <laughs> so I thought it was going to end where you're like, yeah, you haven't been homeless and then you're like, in a couple months. <laughs> Like you've had a roof over your head for since January. (laughs) Dude, I I feel I felt like uh like when I was losing my apartment, it was like, what am I gonna do? I'm I'm gonna have to move back to Texas and move in with mom and dad because I would rather drive off a cliff. Mm -hmm. No offense to my parents, I just don't want to go back. I don't want to go back. And uh, even like my friends are like, yeah, come live with us. It, it's still it's like they're so nice for offering me a room, but it still didn't feel like it wasn't like mm-hmm. my home. Like it wasn't it wasn't like my space. You know, I was just borrowing it. So yeah. it didn't feel like I like had I felt kind of homeless sometimes. Yeah. 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 And I would just it is literally homeless. Yeah. That's, that's how I felt. I felt like I was just crouch, couch surfing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I have done that before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's so hard to get your like footing down when it's like you're going through the um like when you're in like the trenches of like like poverty and scarcity, it's like really hard to gain more because like every single day is a struggle to like figure out how you're just gonna sleep. And it's like I guess it's like I'm starting to finally like I'm really starting to feel like I'm getting out of it. Like I'm getting out of this like almost like like I mean it's like been 
like like two impoverished years of my life where I've like experienced like real fucking struggle where it's like now that I, like I have a home that I feel like safe in and I know I don't have to leave in like a month and like I can like uh, my cat is crawling on the back of that couch right now <laughs> I'm, trying. Boo, I'm talking about something serious right now can you quit making weird noises <laughs> I don't think it's going to be possible for us to get through a real point. If it's, all, like, if it's not one thing, it's the next. Like, fucking Boo Boo Stevens, get out from under there. Is Boo Boo Stevens her name? Yeah, Boo Boo Stevens. Why does your name. cat have the same last name as me? Oh my God. It's spelled with a V. It's not okay, a. All right, all right. What if it was like, yeah, it's Booby Stevens? That's my cat's name. No, no relation to Sydney Stevens, not at all. It's just Booby Stevens. It's just <laughs> completely different. Oh, man. Um, yeah, oh, yeah. Man. we just got to ignore her. She'll yeah. be fine. She'll stop doing that soon. You're making a really good point. Um, but like, uh, I almost, I mean, it's it's literally like, it's like the Maslow's hierarchy of needs. You know, it's like, it's like we need our basic needs met. And then after that, if you're still thinking about scarcity and you're still like, I don't have enough, I don't know. No, you have enough. You know, yeah. you have food, water, shelter. I really think it's like those three things, but like, those are like bare minimum. Like, I also think like community is super important and like having like friendships and like people to support you and like people to lean on and like once you have food water shelter community yeah Yeah. like safety and health you know like i mean it took a while and like well we were both experiencing this like being like in poverty and then also being in pain like having like knee pain it's like because you feel like you can't take care of yourself you're like you're like i'm injured it's like it's like just like being like a fucking like you know you see like a deer limping around you're like oh poor little guy you know it's like it's like that's what it feels like just being this goddamn deer limping around just like (laughs) i just got shot i just got shot i just got shot i just wanted some leaves (laughs) i just wanted some leaves and i got hit by a fucking car Uh, dude that's what it yeah that's what it, i fuck i had a point and i fucking lost it because i was started thinking about deer but <laughs> Ooh, tail is all this time <laughs> you know what i mean brother oh yeah, oh, no, yeah I, was I was just thinking about deer um the the pain thing that's something people don't talk dude pain being in pain affects you mentally so much more than i was prepared for i was so fucking depressed Mm -hmm. just like every day just waking up and my knee just fucking hurts and i can't walk normally and it's just like my brain's like just zapped Mm -hmm. from just being in pain because that's like the like like in the scarcity complex definition where it's like it's like in a like a high focus on everything that you uh i'm not gonna let myself get distracted by the lights right now a high focus (laughs) fucking lights dude they're going off again they're going off again oh my god please stop please stop please please stop lights stop it stop it I'm not gonna be able to go to a spirit Halloween store after this what if I just I hate <laughs> I've been working with kids recently, so I've just been like really feeling like impersonating kids. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> Man, uh, but uh, 
uh fucking what the fuck was it oh yeah okay so like scarcity complex like of like focusing on things that you like can't do things that you don't have like being like having like like being post-surgery knee pain like it's like all i could think about was like like i remember we talked about this on the first episode like look at those bitches running dude that'd be <laughs> fucking nice like, when i was on crutches for six weeks i'm like huh would love to walk would really love to walk and it's like as much as it's like looking back on that i'm like i mean yeah i had a pretty good point it would have been awesome to walk but that still was like a negative mentality that was hurting me and like if i would have been like like hey you know at least like i will be able to walk again yeah at least i have a leg still yeah like straight up like at least i have arms you know at least i got thumbs and shit yeah and like i there's at least there's like literally billions of entertainment networks like pumping out shit for me to watch right now and like i wish i knew about pilates after i got my knee surgery i thought pilates was just for like rich white women it's not no dude oh my god okay pilates uh education (laughs) right now Uh shout out to pilates shout out to pilates dude pilates was invented by a uh either a okay it's 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 tough that i don't remember which one either a german doctor or a jewish doctor that's Could have been both because, you know, Jewish people are Germans. I believe that. Uh, (laughs) Clip it. It's really so dumb, bro. Okay, okay. The way you said all of them looked directly into the I believe that. Um, but uh, in unrelated to World War II, he was a prisoner of war in, uh, I think, in England. Um, okay. And uh, he uh, was like, a, yeah, he was like a, a doctor and a prisoner of war. And he came up with um, exercises for people who are bedridden to move their blood, basically. So oh, they don't shit. die of like blood clots and shit. Because like when you're bedridden, um, because of like a leg injury or like something like like where you just can't walk like um you uh like like a bunch of shit in your body stops working right because you're not moving like it's so important to move and it's like the american healthcare system is so fucked dude that it's like they didn't, yeah. they didn't prepare me at all for how bad it was going to be after this knee surgery they did not tell me like my body was fucked up for like i gotta say a, at least a year i did not i still don't feel normal i'm yeah i'm still not 100 percent normal and yeah the the on top of the american healthcare system the veteran healthcare system is ass straight they didn't tell me how it was gonna be after surgery like they like got me like you know i went into surgery in the best shape of my life and they they, i was so prepped for it and i was so ready for like i did all the pre-surgery things that you should do and no one told me about like how long the recovery was gonna be i thought two to three months and i was gonna be running again i still can't run normally it's been two years Literally same thing. I'm like at like a year and a half. They were like, yeah, probably about four months you'll be running. I haven't really ran. I run when I need to catch a bus, but that's it. <laughs> I have started jogging again very sporadically, mm-hmm. and it feels pretty good. I'm feeling this is the closest to normal I felt, but I still don't feel like 100% normal. Yeah. But no one told me about the the surgery aftermath. No one told me that. And, and that was when I was so 
broke, so broke, and it's just broke and in pain is not a good place to be. Mm-hmm. It makes it so hard to get out of it. Yeah, and it's like there's like other problems that just start stacking up when you get into that place that it's like what makes it so hard to get out of it. Like it's like because like I mean there's a whole lot of people who experience like health issues like when they're poor because they when you get stressed like stress causes health issues and like it causes more pain like the more stressed I would get the more pain I would feel which would be so fucked up like, <laughs> and then you like, would get more stressed because you're in more pain and it was just like a little fucking circle and I couldn't do the things to not feel stressed like work out like working out was how I would not feel stressed it would like be a way to calm the body down um wait to quick finish on the Pilates point though it's very easy to do Pilates like from your home in bed it's like literally like exercises designed like for uh, bedridden people Um, so if you get knee surgery or you get any form of surgery definitely check out Pilates because it's meant to be able to be done when you're like in that state so you can stay fit and stay healthy and keep your shit moving Um, why didn't they tell us that literally it would have been so easy to just be like like literally like would have taken five seconds hey by the way uh, check out Pilates that's it that's it yeah. It's really not that hard. But, you know, the American healthcare system is all about, you know, like, I honestly think it's like America is about keeping you down so you have to keep spending money, you know? And it's like, <laughs> I have spent a lot of money on physical therapy and the things that have made me feel best I have done on my own outside of it. And I've not gotten like actual advice from a physical therapist, which I don't want to put down. I've had some good physical therapists, but honestly, like... I have gotten better on my own because I took the time to research, which maybe I should have done to begin with. You know, maybe I should have been researching. Yeah. It was just like, maybe Same. it's on me, but it's like also like, I kind of feel like, why, how would I know? Why, yeah, why would I have known it would have been that hard? Isn't that like your job as a doctor to just be like, yeah, Pilates and maybe some of these other things like here's a packet of things that could help you yeah and then and then it's on you to read the packet yeah if you get the packet and you don't read the packet and then you're complaining that's mm. that's on you <laughs> but, it's so on you yeah but yeah why can you just tell us a couple things yeah I will say uh, random side tangent hello boo <laughs> random side tangent uh, I've like I've I've lived like the high like the complete opposite lives like uh when i lived in new mexico i lived inside like a gated resort i had more money than i needed to ever have and uh, i blew it all and that's on me i was young and dumb (laughs) wait when did you live in fucking new mexico in a gated resort what the fuck dude (laughs) what uh like for a couple it was like six seven months i think before i moved up here uh i was a semi-truck driver Uh making bank it was right after i got out of the army yeah yeah, it just uh, it didn't have a lot of bills and just had a lot of money and uh, I blew it all on experiences, which I don't regret. Mm-hmm. But uh, like going from that to like practically homeless, like I will say I was happier having nothing. Yeah. The happiest I have ever been is the past couple years just or yeah almost two years just like doing comedy writing being creative and just like out there grinding it's made me love and accept myself more and just like it's made me have i just am happy compared to like when i had more than enough i was so beaten up on the inside yeah yeah so i think that's important to note that even though you don't have a lot you can still be fucking happy yeah but would you say like what do you like like there's like the i don't know like some statistic of like you know like you can't buy happiness but there is like a poverty line where you can buy yeah, happiness you can like, <laughs> i feel like 
what do you feel like that is to you the, the like do you mean like dollar amount or like do you like, like was there like like you say that there was like a like when you were like losing your apartment and shit yeah were you happier then than you were in the gated resort yeah really okay okay i'll tell you why yes uh the difference the big difference between here and new mexico is i have uh, a support system here i have friends and i have like homies that are down mm-hmm. and in new mexico i didn't have a single i didn't make a single friend while i was there like if something happened to me in new mexico i wouldn't know who to call if something happens here i have like 10 people i could call that would just be there yeah and that's like when I lost my apartment, that was like the situation I was, yeah, I lost my apartment, but like I had people that were willing to just open their home up and be like, yeah, come live with us until this thing gets sorted out. And that made me happy. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's almost like, it's like you never breached the like Maslow's hierarchy of needs. You know, there was never a point where it was like, I don't have shelter because you had community and you had people to be there for you. And it's like, that's like truly all you really need. Like, it's like, even like in like the depths of things being shit, like honestly over food, shelter, water community is like literally like, Oh God, it's so hard not having it. Yeah, it really, I mean, living in New Mexico for, I think it was like seven months and not having that community was so depressing because you can get so much from that. If, if you're like, if you need food, but you don't have food, but you have a really good community, mm-hmm. you can get, you can get food. Yeah. Yeah, I've been. You know how many times when I've been down and out, my friends have like cooked big ass meals and just like invited me over. Like you just, if you have a good community, if you have a good support system, that's like that's everything. Yeah. yeah. When someone is in need, somebody will be there for you. Yeah, like I'll call Jan from accounting if I. You know, yeah. We had that one lunch that one time, but no, you're right. That there's always someone, but I get like that too in relationships we have a lot of I, I, when I'm in a relationship I feel like I I don't have the community I, I just have that person mm-hmm. I don't have and it's it's not true it's all up here yeah but it's just how I view that's yeah that's why relationships are kind of hard for me because I lose that sense of community because I'm like I'm just missing out mm-hmm. I gotta go to this dumb movie with this dumb boy that I don't want to see and I'm missing out on the barbecue or yeah. whatever I'm missing out on the hang yeah I don't know why like that happens to me in like romantic relationships where it's like like my entire community's gone like it's like I don't know if it's like getting into like I, I mean I definitely think it's like you know there's always two at play you know like but it's like I, I don't I've not been in relationships with like people who are like like legitimately like abusive like isolate you from your community I don't think you know yeah but, I don't know. Actually, it's kind of hard to judge, but <laughs> yeah, I don't think I have either. Maybe, maybe one was, and they would just get mad whenever I'd be like, I'm going to go hang out with my friends. And be like, you must be nice. It's like, I, yeah, it is. I made these friends. You can come along if you want. You don't got to have this weird attitude about it, but That's like, abusive, yeah. yeah, that little comment right there makes me though. Oh yeah. I guess I'll just stay home. And it's like, no, I want to go out with my friends. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. We've talked a lot about uh, scarcity my mindset, or we haven't talked about abundance. Yeah. Abundance is like, 
that helps that helped me out of the scary like just the positive affirmation shit i swear to god just writing in a journal like i i am statements just just whoop just got me right on out it just like made me feel like so much better like mentally like to write down i am happy sounds insane but it made me happy yeah or maybe i trick i don't know i don't know how that works no it's like a thing like in um like i like read some like study or like about like um like gratitude like meditations like actually like change your brain um because it's like it's like by shifting focus you're like literally like activating and like like i mean like reinforcing like belief that you have enough um because like scarcity mindset like like comes from like the the anxiety and like the fear that comes with that is because like you're literally like activating your amygdala because you're like i need to survive i don't have enough i need like to be seeking more so when you like are able to shift and like tell your brain be like no you have enough you don't need to gather or hunt right now you're fine (laughs) you know it's like literally like it's like talking to your brain like it's like a fucking like just like a child or like a computer where it's like no you're good you're good look at that you got that you got that you got that fine you don't need any more that's enough like you gluttonous asshole <laughs> leave me alone brain <laughs> it really is like sometimes when you're talking to your brain it feels like you're talking to that like really needy kid in the inside the grocery store that wants every toy like i want this can you get me this can you it's like you have it at home yeah <laughs> you have enough like you're fine everything's okay but i get why you're stressed yeah. you know <laughs> you gotta yeah you really gotta like you be like oh, i i understand mm-hmm. but you're gonna be okay you have you have what you need it really yeah. is like talking to a kid sometimes so you just just but just but no yeah. you know it's like and then you just like have to be like like look i i understand you're going to scream and cry you're going to be upset about this but you just can't have it so do you want to know what my my aunt i call her nane i call my nane she's nane is aunt uh whenever i would do that in a grocery store like have a tantrum or whatever she would get down on the floor and have one with me <laughs> and it freaked me out i'd immediately just stand up like i'm i'm good she's like are oh, you done throwing a fit and i'm like yeah <laughs> Yeah, what you're doing is insane. <laughs> That's a good aunt. <laughs> she, she would get down on the floor and just wail her arms with me, and I would immediately pop up, and it was like, stop crying. And I'm like, we're <laughs> <laughs> good. That's a really good aunt, dude. She's the best. She's she's awesome. That's funny. Yeah, she's. <laughs> yeah, I uh, am working in early child care now. Did I tell you that? It's a substitute, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I didn't know it was early. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Substitute teaching for uh, uh like infant through fourth grade holy shit that's a wild age right <laughs> that's a lot that's a big difference <laughs> last week i was with infants for a little bit and then i was with four-year-olds for the rest of the week and um i uh, it seriously is like teaching me so much about like like just like how to like treat people in a way that's like realistic almost you know because it's like it's like you you can't a lot of the times like the 
the kids are being insane and there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. And like you have to just let them cry it out and not be mad at them afterwards. Like it's kind of what I'm like realize it's like honestly, like every single shift has felt like a mushrooms trip, dude. It's crazy. It's like <laughs> it's like you show up and there's there's only three fourth grade four year olds in the room and they're kind of chilling, eating their breakfast, and you're like, okay, waiting for twelve more to show up. Let's go, let's fucking go. And as the kids start coming in, all of a sudden like the tension starts building you know and like somebody like like one kid shoves another kid to the ground you're like no no and you go over there and you're like nice hands nice hands give her a high five okay nice hands that's my thing i like to say that nice hands use nice hands nice hands. Mean hands nice hands and like <laughs> but it's like the tension starts to like build and build until literally seven children are just crying and screaming <laughs> and it's just somebody has already hit me in the face there's food everywhere it's like a nightmare there's toys like just like thrown around somebody takes like a wooden block and like chucks it so hard it's like all right fuckers going d1 like what the fuck dude like it's like insanity it's the, like you're coming up like and you're peaking and you're peaking and then finally it's like okay lunch is coming lunch is coming everybody clean up the toys you know and you try to get the kids to clean up the toys the best of your ability but it's like it's like pee it's like madness it's like it's like please it's like you clean up one bucket and then another kid dumps out another bucket and you're like ah! you know you're so finally you get like it's like you give up and you have everybody sit down and they like, all eat the food and then it's nap time and dude nap time is just like you know it's like out of the anxiety come up peak and then all of a sudden it's just like oh oh everything's amazing and i love all these children so much it's like all of them are asleep and i'm like i can't believe i could just spend a whole day with all these kids and they're all going to become real people and like and like you know they're real people right now and they're just they're just like it's but like they're so like i'm like emotionally like reactive where it's like they don't have any sense of like emotional regulation yet because they're four <laughs> yeah why would they literally and it's it's like their their sense of like like just like of the world is just like ouch cry find something else to do <laughs> learn ouch cry angry hit <laughs> find something else to do it's just like very like like chickens like running around you know and it's like but it's like you have to be so gentle with them and like kind and like just like let it go you know you just gotta let it go let them do their thing you know like they're, they're we're gonna make it a nap time you know it's gonna be fine and like i'm realizing it's like i still have like that little kid in me like where it's like i have like a very reactive like like emotionally immature like just like naive four-year-old i feel like is still in my head where like somebody will do something and it'll like just like 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 it's like i'll see a kid be playing and then another kid will accidentally knock over their uh tower that they built and then it's just the end you know that's war it's like this kid literally wants to kill me and my family like that's what that what that message sent it's like it's like i swear it's like they're like hitting the table they're like no you know they're 
was like, they had it out to get me forever. It's like, not the, it He was planned it. Literally, like, this was his goal for years. Like, <laughs> it literally was just like an accident, you know? And, but it's like, sometimes I react to bullshit like that, where it's like, I, like, something goes off in my head where I'm just like, like, just scream cry in my, in my brain. I don't do it physically, but like, <laughs> I feel what those kids feel. Dude, I feel the same thing. Like, someone could do something so minor to me and it's not even being done to me it's just something that they did just they probably didn't even think twice about it but then i have that little child part of my brain that takes it personal and is like no fuck you (laughs) just i'm gonna kick over your sandcastle bitch (laughs) dude for real that's great dude kids are so cool and with like the scares you with kids it's like like someone like like one of the kids will go rip a toy out of the other kid's hand and like the kid will just be like I want that toy and not realize that there's like hundreds of toys all around them they can just go grab a different toy you know like that toy's gone get a different one and it's like I feel like that all the time where it's like I lose something and I'm just like I wanted that one I really wanted that one one of the yellow ones and it's like dude just play with something else you're yeah. fine there's more than enough here it's dichotomy of control it's outside of your control if you lost it just let it go move on and it'll most likely be better than if you just focused on it scarce as you think it is you yeah know? yeah it's probably not you're probably gonna go to the store and see a million of them the next it's 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 gonna be there it'll come back if it's meant to yeah yeah it's so hard to like just like accept that though like i feel like i don't i feel like it's comfortable sometimes to live in scarcity mindset to like be like kind of like because it's like it's like easier i think it's easier to be like yeah there's just not enough than to be like oh i haven't put the effort in to find it yeah because i mean yeah because then you're like you you got to take some blame in that be like I haven't put the effort in or I haven't done this and then it's way easier just to blame it on outside sources and be like I don't have enough yeah because the government's rigged and everything's expensive and it costs six dollars and thirty cents for my Red Bull today mm-hmm. <laughs> it's outrageous that is crazy <laughs> yeah that's a lot uh, but but to like own up to it and be like yeah I haven't put in the right amount of effort to get that thing that I really want that takes that takes a lot mm-hmm. that takes like a good look in the mirror to be like yeah I gotta get back on track again mm-hmm. like the accountability of it dude it's like being like taking shit and being accountable for things is so fucking hard it like, is dude it's so hard because it's like it's it's real easy to like look back on like like at least like in, in my case like where like where like I come from in my past and like blame like like yeah I am I'm where I am right now because like I grew up poor and don't have like generational wealth and have had knee injuries and haven't been able to get myself on my feet and like that is kind of like all true like I was able to create wealth at one point as a bartender can't do that anymore and I have to figure that out and it's like that it, it's true that there have been like a lot of obstacles put like in my way but it's like i'm also able to look and be like like yeah dude but like you've also like done so much yeah like, dude like i it's like and it's but it's i don't know i feel like i get real focused on what i haven't done and what i'm not doing and what i can't do and time to shift yeah i feel i feel the same way it's hard to it's it's hard to like take that moment and like appreciate and what you're what you accomplished 
Cause like as soon as I accomplish that thing, I'm like on to the next. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, I gotta grind. <laughs> like yeah. especially like especially with stand up, it's like as soon as like I like like do the one thing, like uh like doing the the 25 minute set and like getting a good tape, like. I really didn't even take time to like appreciate all of the work I put in to get there. I was just like, all right, now we gotta, we gotta, we gotta submit this tape. We gotta, we gotta go to the next. We need, we need more jokes. We need the, we gotta do. It's just like, dude, just fucking chill for a second. Yeah. Just take it in. Like you, you just worked your ass off. That's dope. Dude. Yeah. Fucking. I, yeah. I guess I did want to talk about like, like stand up with scarcity mindset has been like, it's, it's so hard to not have that where I'm like, I'm like, damn, like I don't have any weekends booked in like December. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, it's like, and it's like, dude, focus on the shows where that you have coming up like right now, like, cause those are happening and those are real and shit always pops up. You know, it's like, and like, it's been the trend always. It's like, if you think you don't have anything going on, shit's going to pop up. It always works like yeah. that, but it's like, I don't, it's so easy to get in, like, get all scared inside and be like, I'm, I'm of the past. I've burnt out. I've fizzled out. And it's like, it's like, bro, <laughs> you're 24. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? You haven't even, you, there's no, if, if I've already peaked, then damn, what a small mountain. Like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> You're only 24. You're not a plate of burnt hash browns. You got a lot left. You got a lot left in the tank. I feel the same though. Like, uh, like I, I only have like a couple things booked in December, and I'm like, I gotta. What am I doing? And it's like, dude, you got you literally have stuff like coming up that you should be. It would be a lot better if you focused on that stuff. Just focus on what you got and quit looking at other people's plates, and things will just come to yours. But there is like a reality to the fact that it's like in order to be successful in a lot of things, like scarcity mindset's almost helpful. Where it's like makes you it makes me work harder. Yeah. Eh. So how can you like work hard and recognize where you can be doing more, um, but then still practice like abundance? <laughs> yeah, like wor- like keep yourself motivated to keep like going towards your goals, but also appreciate when you like accomplish a goal yeah yeah i don't know the answer to that yeah that's uh like how tried. do you be appreciative but still like hungry at the same time like how can it's like because yeah it's like asking yourself to be full and hungry at the same time yeah, yeah like i feel like that's what like abundance versus scarcity is like asking for it's like how can i like feel like nourished and like i've like yeah i've i've, I've eaten then i've fucking eaten but I want to eat more. more. <laughs> yeah. Like it's greedy almost, but is. how do you? I don't. I don't know. I don't know either. I've been trying to do that more though to like reflect on accomplishments because like I felt like I got a little seasonal this depressy spaghetti over the summer and uh, I went on a couple walks recently which of course I'm going to start walking when it's about to snow but <laughs> I went on like a couple walks I'm like dude life's pretty fun like yeah like and, and it's like trying to like practice these like moments of gratitude like yeah I am grateful for myself for putting in the work to get that thing and mm-hmm. you know and like yes I want more things but this I did that I accomplished that it's cool I'm acknowledging it and pat myself on the back all right now let's go and I don't know because I also like I don't want to be too like uh I, I still like to be like a humble like I don't want to come off as like like I'm the best like I never want to come off like that but it's so hard to, to cope from like okay am I appreciating myself or am I like 
like uh, gloating, 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 gloating. Yeah, gloating. Yeah, gloating. That didn't sound like a real word. Yeah. Yeah. Humble excellence, you know. I look to Jay Z as my inspiration for what humble excellence is. <laughs> I mean, straight up, it's like it's like you know that Jay Z's balling, but he doesn't talk about it. Really, that's true. Yeah, actually, yeah, he does. He has a whole song where he's talking about it. Actually, he has a whole song where he's like, yeah, actually listing off all of his net worth. Oh well, but only in the see, he's somebody who's like all everything I know about Jay Z is just through his music. His music. It's like he's not on anything yeah he's not in like a reality tv thing or like um he's never he doesn't yeah he's like lets his work speak for him but he is married to beyonce which you know that is true helps yeah that that helps a lot (laughs) if i was married to beyonce i would also be like yeah my work speaks for itself Kidding me? Yeah, yeah. I'm like she gets that, you know. So <laughs> you guys should too. Like, I'm constantly grinding. <laughs> Wink. Yeah. 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 I feel the same. Like where it's like almost like a. I want people to know that I'm working hard, but I don't want it to be a. Uh, I don't want to feel like I'm working hard so people know it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I want to work hard because it's what I want to do. It's for me. Yeah. It's for me and my jokes and that make people, to make people laugh. That's like, I just want to make people laugh, bro. I just want people to have a good day. And the fucking, like the hard thing about standup is like, it's like in order to do, to keep going forward you need people to listen but like it's like in order to get people to listen it's like sometimes you need to do more than just stand up you know like it's like I mean that's what like I don't know this is like because we're hanging and it's fun but it's like also it's like you know trying to get people to be you know a part of whatever this fucking (laughs) it's like it's stressful because it's like it's super fun to like sit and hang and like talk to you and like hang with you Leo and like shit but it's like and I get in my head where I'm just kind of like, like, is this good enough? You know, like, <laughs> dude, for real. I'm like, is, is this it, good enough? Is, do the people are they? Do they want this? Is it? Is it? Is this what they want? Is it good enough for them? Yeah, when it's like, it's like because it's like we should be just kind of focused on like, no, what do we like to do? What do we want to yeah. do? And like each episode of this shit does make me feel better. And like, uh, and like it's like nice to be able to catch up with you. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, it's like the like the fear of like like almost like the scarcity of this own this own podcast where it's like is this going to reach enough people like is this going to be worth our time is this like what are we doing this for when it's like maybe just the conversations you know yeah maybe that's it maybe like if we maybe that's what like i feel like that's almost like a good example of like being full and hungry at the same time it's like each episode does make me feel full in some kind of way where it's like damn we kind of got to the bottom of something and i want to do that again yeah Um, yeah Yeah. that's a perfect example of like the yeah after each episode i'm like yeah we really fucking knocked out of the park like that was sick and yeah. even like when no one I'm doing like the like now like the video stuff or like listening over again I'm like hey yeah that was that was sick and I can't wait 
to I want to do it again. Yeah. I want yeah, I want to come back out swinging for the fences. I feel like I get myself in a rut when I am not able to, when I'm not proud of myself for attempting something um, because I don't get that full feeling, that gratitude for just doing something. And then I'm almost feeling it's like I'm almost starving because I need gratitude and it's like I have to do something else to make up for that when it's like, no, you don't. You just ate up and yeah, you bombed, but like, it's like after like a bad set where it's yeah. just like, it's like you go, you put your all into something like, like, and it just doesn't work out the way you want it to. And then you leave feeling hungry still because you didn't, you didn't eat. You, yeah. you feel like you didn't eat, but I feel like, like after moments after that, what I have to do for myself is like remind myself that it's like, not that failure was an experience and you just ate up, you know, <laughs> and you ate something bigger than normal this time, dude, that was rough. <laughs> You ate some big ass shit on stage And that's okay <laughs> You ate shit is what you ate But you still ate You, you still know? ate You're still full <laughs> Shit that's funny Yeah dude no you ate It was shit but you ate <laughs> Maybe try to eat something a little more flavorful next time you know? Or a little less flavorful Honestly that shit was punch <laughs> like, I had like uh, oh, Fuck that happened like I, I had like a feature weekend at like Skyline Comedy Club and I was like all hyped for it for a while and like the Thursday show was great Friday early late shows were great Saturday early show was like yeah and then, the, and then the Saturday late show was like it was Oktoberfest in Appleton Ooh. so it was like oof, oof, oof. it was so bad dude and ah uh, was it were there people was it packed or was it just packed full of drunk no, there, people? There was like 40 people on that room. It was big. That yeah, room was yeah, supposed yeah. to seat like 200. Ooh. And uh, so it was empty. Like just like fucking. And like. It's like something in me during that set broke. <laughs> <laughs> Once you're bombing for 10 minutes and you know you have 15 more minutes to go. Something in you breaks. And you're just like, fuck it. I don't care. <laughs> and I hit that moment where I was just like, I don't give a fuck. Dude. I'm like here all the way here. And y'all don't care. You know, like it's like those sets like that in, in the next day. I actually still like this is like I'm, a, I'm proud of myself for this, but I still felt like I felt like a ton of gratitude for the whole weekend like despite like the last two shows being pretty whack like I was like yeah but you did it yeah you did your first like feature club weekend that's yeah sick. that's that's the fucking yeah that deserves some fucking knucks yeah um, you, you did know? it it's so hard to like uh, especially if you if you feel like you didn't do good to like still appreciate that you attempted to do good yeah it's like there's a lot of like outside factors that don't always like fall on you as to why you're not doing good on stage mm -hmm. and i feel like every time i eat a big old plate of shit on stage i learn something mm -hmm. like I, I like i develop more like i become better it's almost like i get more out of eating shit yeah because it's just like why didn't they laugh at that what like straight I? up it's like even though it was like a bad audience and like people were clearly like just like down and out because they were drunk all day <laughs> it's like which is not the audience to perform to yeah the headliner still crushed you know he was able to pull it together like i mean it was his worst show of the whole weekend like but he knew what he was doing so it's like and like watching that made me like i was like okay so 
it's possible to bring those people out of the works if you've been, you know, it's like, I mean, like, yeah, this guy has like, he's been doing it for 10 more years than me and is, you know, not to play the, you know, no, I'm not going to go there. And sometimes I'm like, they wanted a man. <laughs> they just wanted to listen to a man, dude. They were sick of listening to my fucking. They were confused when I walked out on stage. <laughs> like, they were like, why is this woman talking? She's got a low voice, but it's not low enough. You know, they're like, I want a man. I want a man. Sometimes I feel that when performing, dude, it sucks. When yeah. they're like, oh, you just literally don't want to listen to a woman talk. Whatever. I feel that sometimes. But I also, feel it's like a good joke's good, a good joke. Yeah. You know? Yeah. If you can, I, that's why I like going to so many different places. Like if I can take a joke and make it work here, and make it work in Duluth and St. Cloud and where where middle of nowhere Wisconsin, then I'm like this joke is pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Whereas if I can only get a joke to work here, it's like all right, there's something. What else can I do? What can I change? Yeah, I will say like uh, the the bombing for I this year I bombed for the first time for like oh not ever but, <laughs> but like for an extended amount of time it was in like Web Lake Wisconsin in the middle of nowhere in a bar that does not sell Bud Light so that just lets you know the scene mm-hmm. and it is packed and the sound system is like through the bar and there's no stage and the, the lights are on and these are just excuses I'm making up but I uh, I was opening up and I had to do 25 minutes and it I had about five good and then the rest was just me eating shit and I will say about 12 minutes in something inside me just it was like everything just stopped turning and it was just like you know what fuck you guys (laughs) fuck you fuck your grandma I don't give a fuck (laughs) why are you fucking laughing you fucking asshole (laughs) like literally this is kind of on you guys you know incest too far you're not gonna laugh at a little incesty joke is it too small here for that what the fuck is up wisconsin yeah no something really did break inside me and uh that was the longest car ride home just by myself i didn't even turn the radio on (laughs) two and a half hours and just driving back here in the dark just like what went wrong literally it's such a bad feeling dude to but but those moments of like where like like real tangible full fuck ups yeah (laughs) yeah. maybe that's the thing those are still you're still full you know it's like so it's like you never have to go hungry we're always having experiences and it's like sometimes I'm like yeah dude having this like like a fucking terrible week that's an experience that you're gonna remember (laughs) (laughs) forever you're gonna remember it dude so try to remember the good ones too you know yeah especially if you're in the middle of a bad one or you're like will this ever end it's like yeah yeah it will it will you just this is just an experience you need to have and I will say eating shit for 20 minutes uh did help me grow Mm. it really made me sit down and go i need to write about more than just this like i I need more than like sexual jokes i need more than just dating jokes i need some like life perspective i need something else to tap into yeah and that that's good that's good to realize that yeah (laughs) yeah yeah. yeah that shit lit some fire underneath me where i was just like well no and then and i was like i was like and i also can't be because i was like tired on the saturday and i like drank at oktoberfest during the day too and i was like i can't be 
tired on stage at 1030. I have to be the one bringing the life, you know, it's like, and I have to have jokes that are like funny enough to bring a dead crowd to life because if the host can't do it, then I have to. And it's like, it's like, I mean, yeah, it would be amazing to like be like, yeah, this crowd is going to have life and they're going to be excited. And it's like, I can ride a wave of energy. I don't have to start from nothing, but that's not always the case as a comic. I mean, I think about like the, like the headliner pretty much had to bring the crowd to life because I didn't do it. You know, it's like, it was fail, fail, fail. <laughs> he had to do it himself. So it's like, if you don't have that skill, then what are we doing? And it's such like, an important skill to have too. Yeah. yeah. It's so hard to do sometimes too. Oh my God. Yeah. And One of the best feelings though is like, say like, even if it's like a showcase and there's like 10 people on or however many, it doesn't matter. There's multiple people on and like, you're like third or fourth up and someone, no one's gotten the room going yet. And to be the one that, get, oh dude, to be the one that gets the room going is such a good, oh yeah. dude. It's a good drug. <laughs> and it's nice. It's like kind of like, yeah, fuck y'all. You just didn't have it. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, no, not a bad audience. Y'all suck. <laughs> I do get like such an ego with that. Uh, I do too. That's what it's like. Sometimes it's like really just luck, you know. Like and then they finally, the crowd got to the point where they were like, yeah, we're sick and not laughing. Somebody <laughs> laughing it has nothing to do with you. <laughs> and I feel like a lot of the time it is like a. You know, it's just like no, I know what I'm, I know what I'm doing. Yeah, I think that's helped me out a lot. If you just like go up, like, and I, I don't pay attention to the fact that they're not laughing before me. I'm just like, I'm gonna give them everything I have, mm-hmm. and if they don't laugh, and I'm giving them everything I have, then I don't know what. But if I just go up there with that attitude, most of the time they'll get on my side. Yeah, if I go up there like, whereas if I just go up there all pissed off and all like, and yeah, they're probably not gonna enjoy that. Yeah, yeah. But we did actually, speaking of stand-up, we had a Patreon question. Really? Yeah, we did. Uh, Wait, what is it? Uh, I believe it is, uh, what is the best joke you've ever heard? Best joke you've ever heard. It came from Basil. Shout out Basil. Yeah, shout out Basil. Best joke you've ever heard. And uh, I have to pee. So bad. Hey. All right, we both are back from our pee break. Back from the pee break. Um, okay, before we uh, answer our uh, favorite joke we've ever heard, question, best joke we've ever heard, yeah. question, um, we do have one sponsor, y'all. Okay, and also, you know, this is a also promotion for if you want to be sponsored uh, on the podcast, uh, you have your business listed, shoot me a message. Shoot a message on the Trailer Park Phosphorus or MD Comedy, uh, and we will talk about you. Yeah. Literally don't care what to do literally don't care yeah uh, you send us money we'll talk <laughs> <laughs> you send us money we'll tell the people uh, we'll keep it abundant for y'all okay <laughs> <laughs> today we have uh purple ballers oh, we should program one of those songs oh, dude that'd be sick uh purple ballers uh dot com uh is a uh las vegas based uh um high-end paintball right yeah High end, like competitive paintballing equipment. High end is a good word for it. It's yeah, it's super nice. I looked at it; super nice quality. The guns look sick. They have a lot of cool color combos. Uh All of the gear that they have, along with the guns, it looks like it would make a sick combination for the perfect pairing to just mark some people out on the field. So go to purpleballers.com. Dude, I don't know what. uh, (laughs) Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at it right now. It's real. So. Check it out, y'all. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know if there's much else to say about. Damn, look at that paintball gun. That's why. Yeah, it's high. Look at the colors, the purple and the gold. That's sick. That's like you know, it's it. I okay, they are. I don't know if it's like a. You, well, you so you. Can, it looks like you can order the guns online. This one's three hundred seventy bucks uh, on sale. It was regularly four twenty. Um, shout out four twenty. Shout out four twenty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, anyways, yeah, purpleballers.com. Check it out. No, all the triggers look super like you want fast trigger when you're paintballing you know you want to double tapping it up yeah yeah those guns look sick yeah check it out check it out check it out check it out we'll put it we'll put a maybe a link somewhere we'll put a link yeah it'll be in our link tree yeah purpleballers.com is in the link tree we'll put in the link tree um and I, yeah, I guess to wrap up the night, let's say through our Patreon question. Also, shout out Patreon, uh, subscribe. Um, you know, yeah, sponsor. Ch- shout out to ourselves. Uh, we want to, you know, buy uh, another mic, and we want to like do cool stuff with this podcast. Yeah. So with that, we need your support. Calling, uh, calling in for the support. Which is, you know, if you can, if you can donate to the Patreon, you know, five bucks a month, right? Yeah, it's just five bucks a month, and you get everything. You get all the stuff first. I always put it there first. You'll get the exclusive content as well. Yeah, everything's on the Patreon, and you can ask if you want some advice. We got that. If you just yeah. if any question you have, we'll answer, and we'll talk about it <laughs> on the pod. We'll talk about it on the pod, and the only people that can ask questions are our Patreon subscribers. Subscribers. Yeah, dude. Damn, we sound like real podcasters right now. Our Patreon <laughs> subscribers. Bye, 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 bye. Um, but, you know, if you can't support uh, financially, um, you know, it's like we get that. We were just talking, you know. If we understand. We know. <laughs> yeah. Wait, if you're eating peanut butter tuna sandwiches, we get it, brother. Literally. Yeah, yeah. If, you're, yeah, if you've had peanut butter more than twice in the last day, yeah, don't subscribe to the Patreon. Dude, get yourself some vegetables. It's time to <laughs> yeah. eat. But what you can do is... Uh, uh, tell your friends and rate us five stars on everything. Follow uh, us all on the Instagrams, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah, like, subscribe, share. All Trailer that. Park Philosophers on everything. All that gay shit, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, subscribe, share, all that gay shit, bro. Yeah, do, do that. Do it I don't up. Know what that was. Um, I don't know. It was. I liked it. Yeah. 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 Tell your friends. Actually, tell your friends. more than like. I mean, definitely like the likes and everything good. But like, I'm noticing. You know, word of mouth is key, bro. So if you have somebody that you think would like this, tell a homie and uh, tell that homie to pay us money <laughs> because you can't broke bitch. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Yeah. I'm making enough now to be okay. So. Yeah. Same. But still, tell a homie. Maybe your homie will tell another homie. We'll just have a gathering of homies. Yeah. On the pod. Uh, Maybe discuss our episodes, you know? Be like, yeah, what do you think of scarcity comments? Comment on the YouTube below. Let us know what you think. Yeah. Have we ever gotten YouTube comments? Yeah, we have. We have. Yeah. Yeah, There was one that uh, I forget his name, but uh, I I forget, but he just said, big fan of y'all. And I was like, hell yeah. yeah, (laughs) I think I wrote back, big fan of you too. And I was like, I don't know why I said that. I am a big fan of the fans. Big fan of the fans. Big fan of the fans. Should we answer this question? Yeah. All right. Uh, Patreon question this week coming from Basil. What's the best joke you've ever heard? 
best joke I've ever heard. Um, this is a Mitch Hedberg joke. Uh, Mitch Hedberg, one of my favorite comedic inspirations. Would listen to him in the car with my dad. <laughs> with Wu Tang Clan. Yeah, it would be either Wu Tang Clan or Mitch Hedberg. You know, the two greatest artists. <laughs> what if that was my hard stance? Wu Tang Clan, Mitch Hedberg, two best artists of all time. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> um, if your uh, uh, rice is really good. Um, for if you ever want to eat a thousand of something <laughs> yeah that's a good joke yeah, it, yeah. Really, it makes me laugh so oh, hard that's that's so good it's just right there too it's so good and, like, I love jokes that like make it it's so funny that it's like almost every time I eat rice I'm like a thousand of them you know? <laughs> I was like damn I must be hungry damn <laughs> you know it's just like I'm realizing like there's so much value to like making jokes about just like normal ass shit like everyday things because it just like cheers you up yeah. And that's abundance, baby. That is abundance, you baby. <laughs> you have a thousand rice. Rice. Uh, I guess I should answer the question, too. And um, I'm... Uh, it's like I, I want to do someone famous, but at the same time, I don't want to do someone famous. Uh, I... Uh, we'll, we'll just we'll just I could do both if I want um, Taylor Tomlinson she's one of my favorites I love Taylor Tomlinson I saw her live when she came to the Pantages uh-huh. I, I rescheduled my knee surgery to see her live no <laughs> <laughs> That's I got to meet her too uh-huh. and uh, I told her that and she was like are you <laughs> she was like she was like is that self-care and I was like yeah <laughs> like I think so I think so yeah it is self-care uh, but she has this joke uh, it's, a, it's about it's about how people like get mad at her when she when they find out that her mom's actually dead because she just says that her parents are divorced and then they like get offended whenever her mom's actually dead <laughs> and, then, and then she has like fucking like six minutes of dead mom jokes and she's like it's okay I can tell you're getting sensitive but I've layered my mom my dead mom I've layered my dead mom and dick jokes I've got it's just like the way she talks about how her mom died yeah best joke I've ever heard good chunk just like a, a good chunk, chunk. Yeah, yeah just a good chunk of jokes but definitely the part where she talked about her friends getting mad yeah. at her yeah I like that one and then uh, I want to do someone not famous I really like uh, shout out James Stanley his uh the holocaust autism joke with the train dude <laughs> so funny bro dude it's such a good joke dude literally me and him were going to keller and uh like literally he pitched that one to me in the car and was like is this too dark and i was like no dude go for it go for it i'm so happy that he like brought that it's so funny yeah i'd say it's one of my favorite jokes i've heard this year just like shout out james stanley yeah shout out follow him because he's hilarious just wow what a breathtaking locomotive (laughs) (laughs) so funny Uh, Uh, yeah that's my answers I uh, butchered Taylor Tomlinson but uh, you know what came came in strong with Stanley at the end yeah follow Taylor Tomlinson and James Stanley they both could use our shout out I'm sure (laughs) (laughs) Mitch Hedberg if you yeah he was still alive R.I.P. yeah R.I.P. follow him though (laughs) yeah All right. I feel like we you know that was an episode that was yeah that was a time it was a time we've been here you've been there (laughs) (laughs) until next time later